Hello, Rob Edwards. How are you? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Now, you are with Missoula Aging Services. That's correct. Let me I see. Am. Wait a this, second I've here. I've got the wrong name tag on. I didn't have one in my truck that was current. So this is about two titles ago. So See, that's what I thought. Well, I, I, I don't need to ask you what your official title is, what your job description is. You're wearing a name tag. But... Well, I wear one just to throw everybody off. There my actual go. title is Community Services Director. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a huge part of Missoula Aging Services. It is. It really does cover a lot of what we do, uh, t- treating our community and, and taking care of our older adults is a primary mission of Missoula Aging Services. Uh, and uh, that's a big chunk of it is to keep them in their homes. And that's yeah. what community services tries to do. Well, whether whether uh, a, a person is seeking out this kind of uh, information and assistance for themselves or like so many of us, my parents both passed a number of years ago, but uh, for so many of the baby boomers that are dealing these days with aging parents and it can be debilitating for just about everybody sometimes without some help. It is a very daunting experience, no matter what uh, socioeconomic, no matter what education level, no matter what you've grown up with. uh, Aging is is a difficult thing, and watching parents age is very difficult. Uh, We're there to try to help people do that gracefully. And uh, our big key is trying to keep people in their homes as long as right. they can be safely, yeah. uh, giving them the dignity and the choice to so, be able to do that. So much a part of that is, is, is I've observed it over the years, is, is exactly what we're going to be talking about here. So much a part of that uh, staying in your home, and, and as you say, doing it with dignity and safety, uh, two factors, both covered by uh, Meals on Wheels, and that is, first of all, the obvious part, the nutrition, and secondly, the contact with yes. people. The safety check that is provided by our volunteer drivers uh, each day when they deliver are just hugely valuable. I'll give you an example. This week, uh, we had uh, horrible snow days, horrible time on the roads. Uh, we actually failed to deliver four meals this week is all. That was it? That's all. Nice and job. Two of those folks called us and said, please don't try. My road's not oh. passable. And then we had one driver who was trying her darndest but got stuck in the South Hills and oh, man. couldn't make those other two meals. But yeah. uh, it's really important to our drivers. They've developed relationships with the people they deliver to, and they like to see their faces. And uh, when something's not going on, if the meals are still there the next day, it, it prompts a call from our staff to their emergency contact or to the client themselves just to make sure that everything's okay and that they're doing all right. You know, and that's that's even more important in this day and age where... where um, we used to stick pretty close to our cultural hearth. We used to kind of, when, when, when I grew up, all of our relatives, well, we moved from, from Fargo to Minneapolis and, and that kind of expanded it, but it was still within a 250 mile radius that all of us lived. Sure. And it, that has very little to do with, with, with this day and age. And, and having, it, it's not always practical to, to be living in the same area as, as your aging relatives. Yeah, it's it's not always that easy anymore. Uh, the economy's different. Uh, where we live, how often we stay in jobs, the transiency mm-hmm. of that uh, makes a big difference. And, you know, what we do very often is we are that conduit for a family who does live a distance away, who want to make sure that mom or dad are taken care of. And, and checked on. And checked on. Yeah. And uh, we're happy to meet with any of those uh, family members as well as the the, the uh, older Ameri- older adults themselves. But, uh, you know, we can certainly help those kids have that comfort level. Right. And it is. It's it's real peace of mind to know that there is somebody stopping by the house. March is always the, 
the uh, emphasis on on uh, Meals on Wheels, I got some statistics that you folks provided for us. 106,877 meals delivered last year, 851 people served, $7 cost per meal. And I thought it was interesting um, where, where these meals come from, because th- this ties into the health benefits of this as well. It does. Our meals, we've been under contract with... Uh, Thomas Cuisine Management, uh, who does the food service for St. Pat's Hospital for mm-hmm. almost 30 years now. Right. Uh, they prepare all our foods for us with the dietitians. We also have a state dietitian who evaluates our menus. Uh, and then our menus are actually evaluated by the clients as well as our staff yearly. And they've come up with some great changes, some real variety. Uh, we do try to respond to the folks of what they like, mm-hmm. what they don't like. Uh, we can't adjust per, per meal. We're not a menu service. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately, that would take our costs a little crazy. Hold but... the lettuce on this day. <laughs> we do take care of any nutritional needs that are doctor diagnosed. So yeah. if there's a, a heart sensitivity or a food allergy, we will uh, we will take care of those things. Right. Um, but it really is a, a very well-balanced meal. Uh, I've eaten them many times before. Uh, the one thing I will tell you is uh, because the dietary restrictions, you usually want to have a salt shaker nearby. <laughs> uh, but they are a tasty meal and they are intended to serve one-third of the daily food requirements for folks. So we are not an emergency service. Right. Uh, we do miss meals on occasion um, when we have weather or problems like that. Yeah. Uh, this week we're having to change our menu a little bit just because we can't get delivery trucks in. Oh yeah. So I was I was at the grocery store yesterday, one of the grocery stores, and um, there was a little sign in one of the windows taped in said, "We're sorry about some of these supplies being low, but because of the roads, people have not been able to get in with deliveries." I thought that was interesting. Absolutely, it makes a difference. But uh, Thomas Cuisine does a fabulous job for us. Uh, okay. They're a great partner, uh, and they they take care of whatever the needs are that we have. And uh, you know, we send out a lot of meals every day, and. Uh, they're, they're very nutritious, they're very tasty, and uh, they're, they provide what we need to provide, which is that ability for somebody to stay at home as long as they can. Okay, two things. First of all, if somebody either for themselves or family members or friends uh, uh, are, are in need of the service, uh, and if somebody is interested in volunteering, what are the, what what is the process? Sure. So for anybody who's in, in need of uh, homebound me- or home meals, uh, there is a diagnosis of homebound that is required for the program. Uh, our staff at Missoula Aging Services can certainly help you understand what that means and how that works. Uh, usually, we can start within a day or two if somebody calls and requests hmm. meals and and qualify for the program. Not a lot of bureaucracy involved there, is there? We don't believe in making it <laughs> difficult for people to sign up. Uh, and also, as soon as somebody comes on, they will. We'll also get a home visit from our social worker to make sure that there aren't other services that Missoula Aging Services can provide. Oh, uh, we nice. can give some yeah. uh, help with maybe some financial advising or some medical uh, Medicare advising, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how we take intake. Uh, on the volunteer side, we definitely need volunteers. We are in desperate need all the time of volunteers. Uh, we have... What kind of a uh, commitment do you need to make on You know, it can like be that. anything you want it to be, really. Okay. Uh, we have people who drive once a month, and it's uh, maybe a two-hour shift that they do one route once a month. We have some very, very dedicated people who probably drive three or four shifts a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just really enjoy what they do and, and see the value. Uh, but if you anybody wants to volunteer, we're looking at actually expanding the number of routes we have to make it a little more convenient, a little quicker for our meal services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to take an increase of probably 20 to 30 volunteers within the next few months to try to get that done. 
Uh, but if somebody wants to volunteer, they can actually call Missoula Aging Services as well and uh, just ask about volunteering. And okay. uh, we can catch, catch, check them into that. If their Meals on Wheels doesn't work, we can always find another way for them. Okay. Yeah. If, if somebody wants to volunteer in something like that, and I'm thinking about people uh, who are retired or heading into retirement, and you know you're going to be gone for chunks of time. Say say you hate winter and you're going to be gone for a good portion of the winter. You guys can work around that as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. We have a very heavy group of snowbirds. Okay. And then we've got people that just, <laughs> that's what they love to do is to fill in for those roles. Yeah. It's, it's a very important role. We are the volunteer hub for Missoula, so if we can't get you into Meals on Wheels, if that doesn't suit you, mm-hmm. we can find something else that will work for you. You're, you're bound and determined. We are. Okay. We uh, we have over 600 active volunteers with Missoula Aging Services at any one time, uh, serving a lot of different programs and a lot of different agencies within Missoula. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Rob. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.